Okay, folks, welcome to another episode of UnleashCast. This, again, is another conversation from Unleash America. Last month in Las Vegas, I talked to Nikhil Gupta. He was a speaker at our Vendor Summit on day zero of the show. That was Tuesday, 25th of April. He's the business management senior director at Boston Consulting Group. And in this role, he leads the business services team to drive overall ops strategy for the group, in addition to being on the North American business leadership team. We talked about hybrid working, employee well-being, how to get the most out of your people, and whether we could have predicted what happened in the last couple of years after all this disruption. Thanks very much to Nikhil for his time. It was really good to speak to him uh, in the middle of an amazing show this year at Unleash America 2023. We've got plenty more great content coming up from Unleash America, but for now, please enjoy my conversation with Nikhil Gupta from Boston Consulting Group. Here we go. It's a real pleasure to be joined on UnleashCast today by Nikhil Gupta, Senior Director of Boston Consulting Group. Uh, welcome to Unleash America. How's your show been so far? It's been a lot of fun, actually. Learned a lot, met a lot of new people, so it's been nice. Excellent. Um, before we dive into a few sort of specific issues, tell me about the work you do at, at Boston. Yes, so at Boston Consulting Group, I'm a Senior Director of Operations, so I manage all the operation functions at BCG. Uh, they include HR, all the people functions, HR, staffing, learning and development, recruiting, finance. So most of those functions report into me. That's my scope of responsibility. And so from the work you've been in your work, um, not least kind of the, the, the divisions that you manage, um, what are kind of the, the challenges you've had uh, recently? Yeah. So I, I think if, if, I, if the focus is on HR, given where we are right now, I would say it's been an interesting couple of months, maybe a couple of years, right? And I would say that some of the challenges uh, that my HR staff are facing, and we're a people business, I mean, we don't make widgets, our business is consulting, our product is the people. Uh, so because of that, I think we focus a significant amount of effort into our people. And I think the areas where we've really had to focus this year, and I think it's broader than just within BCG, but I think in general, but we encapsulate some of it is, I think employee well-being, I think mental health and well-being is one area, and how HR plays a part in supporting that. Uh, I would say uh, diversity inclusion. So DEI is another space. I think HR plays a part in terms of uh, we ask them to put together programs around it. So it could be um, unconscious bias training. It could be working with a recruiting function to ensure a diverse slate. Uh, policies around that. So I think HR gets involved in some of that. I think uh, the other piece is uh, a lot of companies have invested in some of the newer technologies. I mean, we invested in Workday some time back. We're inv investing in a new um, recruiting platform. And how does HR stay on top of that, right? Because the stakeholders are many within any of these. So if I look at the HR platform, it impacts every employee across the, com across the company. It impacts all the hiring managers. It has an impact on senior leaders who require reports. And how does HR be agile enough to keep on top of it, right? So I think that's another space I think that uh, HR has been focused on. To pick up on the first thing you said about mental health and employee well-being, do you think HR is doing enough? And what else could they be doing? So I think HR is trying to do as best a job as they can. Right? I think for us, we definitely see significantly more 
employees who are impacted by whether it's employee burnout, whether it's mental wellness, a family member who's sick because of COVID or something else. I think we definitely see a lot more of that now. I think we do a good job. I think we put a lot of processes and programs in place. Uh, we have uh, in-house counselors. We have telemedicine for um, uh, mental wellness. So we've done a lot of stuff within the company. Uh, but I don't know if it's ever going to be enough. I, I, I think there's always going to be a need, uh, especially over the past couple of years. And I think with the new generation of employees, uh, Gen Z or whichever one it is now, Alpha, I think they're much more open about talking about this. I think of my kids. For them, mental wellness is just something they talk about, which for me, when I was growing up, is not something I even touched, right? So I think we see more of that. And I think because of that, we have to, as employers of choice, work with them to allow them to get the support they need uh, to navigate the, the working life. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other thing you said was about diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, one change that we've made at Unleash in terms of how we categorize these things is to kind of add in belonging. Because what we've been seeing in the conversation around these topics is that it now sort of becomes DEIB. And my, my theory, which I haven't proven, but what, what I think is possibly that belonging has become more of an issue because remote work for all its positives, and I am a big believer in it, and I, we, I work in a distributed company, uh, there needs to be a lot more done around kind of cultural cohesion in business. Do, would you agree with that? I do. I, th I think the remote work has frayed some of the the bonds that we had pre-COVID within my company at least. Uh, we believe in affiliation, spending time together, building those bond, our culture is based on that. Our full business model is based on apprenticeship and ensuring that you spend time with others. And I think COVID kind of broke that to some degree. So I think right now we're trying to get back to something which makes sense. I don't think it's, for, for BCG at least, I don't think it's 100% remote nor do I think it's 100% in the office. And where we've settled that is we expect all our employees to spend at least 50% of their time with other employees from BCG, right? So that can take different shapes and forms. Could be one day on, one week on, one week off. It could be three days in the office, one week, two days the next. It could be at a different office. It could be at a client site. The key is spending time with others, right? So I think that's how we're trying to create that recreate I would say the belonging right because I definitely think we've we've struggled on that front and I think as a people company for us that's very important yeah and I don't think you're, you're the only one um, so the next thing I guess I'd like to talk about was you, you obviously kind of need to stay on top of trends and that, you know community there are different communities that you can engage with to do this uh, there, is there a trend from the last, say, six to 12 months that maybe surprised you that's come to the fore? Some of these things we could see coming down the pipe, I'd say. But is there anything where you thought, wow, I mean, this, I, di I didn't expect the, the kind of the, uh, the, the issues of people's strategy and culture to kind of take this turn? I, I think we saw this coming. I, I, I'm not surprised. So from a culture standpoint, from the belonging standpoint, um, I think every company is probably dealing with it. I think it also depends where you came pre-COVID, right? I was at a round table earlier today where one of the women in the round table, her company 
was primarily remote even before COVID. So their, their culture was such, right? So as they moved post-COVID, there was no significant change. That's a very different journey in that company compared to someone like VCG, where we went from pretty much 80 to 100% of your times together down to zero and then now trying to get to 50%, right? So it's a very different journey for us. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, let's uh, finish off by talking about the future. Uh, what kind of excites you? What, do you what, what are you seeing that kind of will really drive positive change uh, within the people function in the next 12 months? So I think from a technology standpoint, I mean, you see it in this room, you see it in all the conversations we're having. I think AI is going to be a big part of it, right? Now, you said what's going to dr drive good change. I'm not too sure yet. AI will drive good change always. I think we have to be responsible of how we implement it. But I think it has a lot of potential. So I think uh, it's changing very fast. It's rapidly evolving. Um, I think it's going to change recruiting. It's going to change the way we learn, the types of skills we learn. From an HR perspective, the technology around supporting our staff through chatbots or whatever it may look be around benefits or anything else. I think that's a space which I think will definitely drive innovation over the next six to 12 months at least. Excellent. Well, Nicola, thank you uh, so much for your time. Thanks, John. It's been a great day and we've got another one tomorrow, but uh, for now, thanks a lot. Wonderful. Thank you.